Advice Friday. Let's go. I'm Zach Blackerby. He is Brad Law. We're going to start things off on this Friday with a little buy-sell. We'll talk about Auburn basketball showdown against Ole Miss Saturday night. Our weekly six-pack, and we'll uh, we'll sprinkle in a little defensive coordinator chatter. Why doesn't Auburn have one? All right. <laughs> Brad, Antonio Kite starts week one of the 2024 season. Of course, the former Alabama corner, one of the many Alabama players to leave the program. He chose Auburn earlier this week. He starts week one. You buying or selling? Yep, I buy that. I think uh, I think Kite and Lee probably start the season as, as your two corners. I think you see Keontae Scott move back to safety. And um, so that's what I expect to see, barring any kind of major change in uh, in the spring. Yeah. I, you I think, think Keontae is at safety or, or at nickel? Um, yeah, that's a good question, especially with Kaufman gone. Probably nickel. Probably okay. nickel. Yeah. And it depends on what that D.C. situation looks like, too. Probably. I'm sure that impacts that as well. All right. Auburn brings in another quarterback, specifically Jordan McLeod, this weekend. Kind of a weird fake report last night. And then some folks are like, oh, yes, this is happening. And then other folks are saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not hearing anything official. I'm not hearing anything from Auburn really one way or the other, Brad. Um, but Smoke has kind of circulated around Jordan McLeod. The, he's, he was at James Madison a year ago. He also put it South Florida and at Arizona. So you yeah. buying or selling the Smoke? Um, <clears throat> because it's before spring, I will sell. I'm going to stick with, I think we. I said a couple of weeks ago, I'll stick with it. Um, uh, if Auburn brings in another quarterback, it will be reactive as opposed to proactive. I think if someone decides to leave after spring, then you bring in another body. Otherwise, I think the room has the number they want and and they won't bring in anybody else. What about you on these first two, by the way? We got to get your buy-sell opinion. I'm buying on... Antonio Kite as a starter day one. Absolutely. Yeah. I am selling Auburn bringing in a quarterback at this point. So, right. so we agree uh, let, on both of those. Yeah, let's take the quarterback conversation one step further. Auburn's quarterback room is the same now as it will be at the start of the season. Will you buy or sell that? Because that then includes the post-spring yeah. transfer window. Yeah, that's tougher. Um, I think that I'll sell that it'll look the same. Um, and I'm going to go law of averages. I think a lot of quarter... I, I think more quarterback rooms will look different than won't Yeah, after the spring throughout college football. It's the world that we live in, and so I'll, I'll go with math and say uh, that I'll sell that. Is asking this the same thing? Like, would it be the same thought process if the buy-sell was Holden Gurners here at the start of the season? Is that the, is it the same thing? Um, it, I, I think if, yeah, I mean, if, if guys, okay. if somebody's going to go, it's probably, probably him. Right? him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Although, uh, I, I, although at Auburn, I, I don't know a lot other places that he would go to automatically be in a better spot because he doesn't have the starting with experience you. here. I'm with you. So to I'm be in you. this system as a backup for two years and in this, literally this system for a full year. Right. And, and to compete and continue to grow. It's, I don't think there are going to be a lot of opportunities where coaches say, you come here, you're the day one starter. It's your job. Yeah, I, I agree, man. That That's why I'm buying it. I don't think we see any quarterback movement this offseason. Uh, Jaron Thompson, the, the former Texas Longhorn safety, transferred to Auburn earlier this week. 
He's a day one starter. You buying or selling? Mm, that's a good question. I think I'll sell that. Oh, wow. I, I think okay. he's a tremendous, I, I love his experience and like his size, his productivity and all that. I just, I think with, with the other guys that Auburn has in the secondary, I don't think he's a day one starter. Who, so who do you have, who do you have starting at the two safety spots? Um, I like, give me the name of the, the number one Juco safety that. Sure. LeBlon Robinson. Okay. Uh, I like him. Okay. A lot. I, I think you bring in the number one Juco player and he's going to start. Um, sure. And again, depending on the scheme, I'm I'm going to put Keontae back there at, at a safety to start the season. Got it. So that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm really high on Sylvester Smith too. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a name we really need to be paying attention to, especially if Keontae plays nickel yep. and not safety. So um I'm going to buy, though, that Jaron Thompson is a starter day one. So we, we will differ on that one a little bit. And yeah. I think I think three or four safeties are going to play a good bit. Yeah. Fred, and that's probably what you were thinking, too, when you said that. So No question. Yeah, he, he will play significantly. Mm -hmm. Alabama has at least one more player enter the portal over the weekend. Yeah, man, it's a clearance sale. It's a red tag clearance sale right now in Tuscaloosa, the likes of which T-Town menswear couldn't even put on a clearance sale like this. Use yeah, the keyword I'm, DeBoer to get your discount on your Alabama football player today. Oh, yes, my of goodness course, gracious. Of course they will have more transfers. Of course. And that's and that's before the spring. Mm-hmm. Wait till spring. Yeah. What's interesting is like there's not this massive influx of people coming in either. It's not like everybody from Washington's following him. The quarterback, the mm -hmm. backup quarterback followed him, which Okay, that makes sense. If you're a quarterback, you probably want to play for Kalen DeBoer. I get that, especially yeah. uh, especially if you were in that room this past year. But, man, I just... Do you think he's riding with that red shirt? Is he a red shirt freshman? Do you think he's riding with him in his first season? Or, no, I guess he is Milrow, I guess, but for now. Right. For now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, is Milrow going to stay? Like, I don't know. If I was him, I would. I mean, he's, like, royalty there now after that, you know. Yeah. Fourth and 31. It's so. a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right. I'm going to buy that, too. I'm going to okay. buy that, too. Once again, your law of averages comment. I think that applies here. Auburn hires a defensive coordinator this weekend. You buying or selling? <laughs> well, let's see. Let's just check out the old NFL schedule. <laughs> and the Texans are at the Ravens. And that's an afternoon game. Yeah, I, I think it's so. A, I, it's a Saturday game. It's yeah. tomorrow. So. <laughs> I think maybe by the time Auburn and Ole Miss tip off tomorrow night, you you could have that. I wonder how cool. Like, do you give it? Like, does that? Do you take care of business that night? If it is Chris Kiffin, who is a linebackers yeah. coach for the Houston Texans, or do you do you wait until Sunday? Do you let it breathe for a little bit? My my gut is we hear something Sunday afternoon. You think it's Sunday afternoon? If I had to predict a time, I'm saying Sunday two thirty Central Time. If I had to predict, and I don't know this, but yeah. if I had to, if if I had to guess. They've got press releases written. They've got graphics ready to go for whomever it's going to be. And I don't think you wait. No, I, I would guess before the basketball game ends Saturday night, mm -hmm. you, you get an announcement. Really? You think it's that quick? I think it's that quick. We, so we both, we both buy that it'll be this weekend. We just differ on how quickly it comes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah. 
think Auburn will have, you know, co-defensive coordinators, but just two, not three. Three is excessive. Who has three, Brad? I don't know what kind of program would have three co-defensive coordinators. Who has three? Who are you referring to? <laughs> Two's company, three's a crowd. Um, All right, let's uh, let's put it Alaba- in Alabama has three. Alabama has three. Is the, three co-defensive coordinators? Point. Yeah, they got three co-guys. It takes three of them to all home run hires, though. Well, completely, yeah. It's back to back to back home runs. They're just running the score up on everybody. It's a home run derby this offseason a- for Alabama hiring. No question about it. Yes, it is. Everybody all just right. doesn't know what's in store. Let's pivot to. <laughs> A lot of people like to rant. If you missed Brad's rant yesterday, go watch yesterday's show. Pause this one. Go watch yesterday's and come back. Um, pivoting to basketball, Alan Flanagan scores 10 points tomorrow. Yeah, I yeah, I buy that. Okay. I think I think Allen will score a fair amount. I think Allen will take more shots tomorrow than he averages on the season. I don't know what his average field goal attempts are, but um I think he'll take more. Um, I think he'll be amped up. I think he will, he'll have a really solid game. Um, so yeah, I think he'll get more than 10. Right now he is averaging 16.5 points a game. Mm-hmm. He's averaging seven rebounds, 3.4 assists. So really solid year for yeah. him. Oh, he's having a good for, there. Yeah. Good for him. They have terrific guard play. And so. I'm trying to find his game log really quickly to see how many shots he takes per game. Wow. So he take he's taken double-digit shots in every game this year. And in the last game against LSU, he took 17 shots. He has not had he's had one game this year where he took 20 shots. I think he gets 20 shots up tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So if he doesn't have double digits, that would be that'd be very bad for all yeah. this. That's right. So. Yeah, he has scored in double digits in every game except one this year. Got it. Got it. All right, so that's this week's buy-sell segment. Let's jump more into basketball in uh, in just a moment, Brad. Okay. Uh, but first, uh, our friends at mybookie.ag, they want to give you extra money. All you have to do is when you make that first deposit, use promo code next round. You will have extra money to play with. You can bet on the NFL playoffs this weekend. You can bet on Auburn and Ole Miss this weekend. You can bet on virtually anything. And there are some uh, some win totals that have dropped as well. We'll probably touch on those some early next week. But head over to mybookie.ag's promo code next round. Get in on the action. This feels like Auburn's biggest game of the season, Brad, so far. And I know that's a little crazy to say because you opened the season with Baylor. But... I think Auburn hosting Ole Miss, the ranked Ole Miss team. Auburn hasn't gotten to play many ranked teams this year. I think this one is huge. The fact that Alan Flanagan is coming in, the fact that it's in Neville Arena, the fact that it's a Saturday night game, there's a lot of boxes that are checked when you look at what could possibly happen Saturday night with Auburn taking on Ole Miss. Yeah, and it's Bruce Pearl against Chris Beard. It's the matchup we should have gotten in the national championship game in 2019. Sorry to bring that up. I know that's a that's a that's a sore spot, but it's it's the matchup we all wanted then. Mm-hmm. And when we learned that Texas and Oklahoma were coming to the SEC, our one of my first thoughts in terms of basketball was okay, pretty soon we're going to get Bruce Pearl 
against Chris Beard when Texas comes in. Right. And and then everything fell the way it did. But we still get it. We get it now and we're going to get it more often. And big fan of that. So I'm uh I'm excited to see this team like if if they can build a 17 point halftime lead against Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss is the 22nd best team in the country. So I I don't know that they're deserving of the ranking. I don't think their schedule is that challenging in non-conference play. Um but it will be more impressive than building 15, 17, 20-point leads over the first four teams that Auburn has played in the conference. Do you, do you think Auburn is the 13th-ranked team in college basketball? I think they should be higher than 13th. Okay, so you think Ole Miss should be worse than 22nd? You think Auburn should be yeah. better than 13th? Correct. Yeah, yes. I agree I, with you on both of those. Sure. I, I expect Auburn to win the game. I think they'll be pushed a little more because of the strength of the guards that, that Ole Miss has. If they have a good shooting night, not a lot of teams haven't had good shooting nights against Auburn. Perimeter defense has been excellent this year. Denver Jones has been one of the best defensive on-ball defenders that we've seen here the last couple of years. Um, Which that bar is pretty high, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it really is. We've had guys, <clears throat> excuse me, we've had guys like Bryce Brown and Zepp Jasper and um, and others, and you have multiple yeah. guys. KD, who's still yeah. here. Yeah. Who's still here? Exactly. So, yeah, here. So you see Denver go out of the lineup. And you go. Finally, I can get something done. Oh no! Now KD's on. Me. <laughs> That's right. Gracious alive. So no, it's it. We continue to see this team flex its depth, flex its you know not just depth for the sake of giving guys rest, but functional depth. Right. And uh, that's that's the difference every time out with this team. Yeah, and I think the pressure is on Ole Miss to some extent. Look, you've won a lot, but nobody believes you. Nobody yeah. believes in you at all. And, oh, yeah, you just lost to LSU uh, on the road. And so now you're on the road again, and Auburn's about to go on one of these road stretches next week where they go to Tuscaloosa and then to, yeah. to Starkville. And so, I mean, everybody in the conference is going to have to do it. But I think being the second game on a, on a, on a road streak, I think that's a big deal. Yeah. And so Ole Miss is having to fight to prove to folks that they're relevant when I think a lot of the college basketball world isn't going to believe it regardless of what happens. Yeah. And also, there's going to be an immense amount of pressure on Alan Flanagan. And let's don't yeah. kid ourselves. This is going to be a big deal. I think Auburn will cheer for him before the game starts, but as yeah. soon as it tips, I think it's going to get rowdy. and They're going to treat yeah. him like any other opposing uh, guard that can score. Uh, yeah. and an efficient clip. And that's going to be uh, part of it. I'm sure if Katie Johnson is guarding him at any point, he's going to make sure he knows that he is guarding him. And I, I mean, I think, I think all the pressure is actually on Ole Miss here. Yeah. And that's a really good thought for everything that Ole Miss has to play for in this game. Like you, you take that amount of motivation and you put it on the scale, the motivation yeah. that Auburn brings into it weighs heavier mm. on the scale. Um, They've they've got bigger aspirations, I I think, this year than seeing what they can do in the first year of of a new coach. Um, right. I I love what uh, Bruce said about Allen coming back, and we'll kind of reiterate that here, just because I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. The thing to keep in mind about Allen is that he has an Auburn degree, so treat him before the game like he's an Auburn graduate, because he yeah. is. He's a grad transfer to Ole Miss. His dad took a job at Ole Miss. He wanted to go follow his dad. That's what he did. He's got a degree. Cheer for him before the game. And then when the ball's tipped off, get after his rear end, just like the team will. That's 
that's sports. That's what you do. That's the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. My mom and I, we flew up to Boston and, and went over to Foxborough when Brady made his return when he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And uh, and he went to play the New England Patriots on Sunday night football. And I wasn't like, what what are we going to do? How are we going to treat this? And we cheered for him when he was coming on. Kickoff happened. We booed him. We cheered against him like he was any other opposing great quarterback. And then after the game, we cheered for him again as he was running off. I think that's the same thing that needs to happen yeah. Saturday with Alan Flanagan. You know, you have that a lot with coaches. Coach, you know, some some coaches don't like each other at all. Some coaches in the league don't like each other at all. Other coaches really, really like each other. They're close friends. Yeah. And and they're that way right up until the time the game starts. Mm -hmm. And then they're getting after each other well, like a respect, right? I mean, this 100%. is this is their battlefield, right? Yeah. I mean, it's nothing personal, but this is their right. job is to win and they're trying to win and they're gonna respect each other. Yeah. That's um it. what Speak are some head coaches that you may not like in, in the SEC? That I don't like in the SEC? Stop. See, you're just you're fishing now. You're fishing. Uh, you know you yeah. have a live wire and you're and you're trying to yeah. You, you know the coaches I don't like in the SEC. Yeah, I assume this well, is part of our six pack, so I won't ask you for your prediction there. So right. let's um let's let's work our way over to the six pack. Let, let's do that. Let me say one other thing though about uh, yeah. uh about Auburn's basketball team. And there's there's been a few games this way where this has been the case, and it happened again after Vanderbilt. So Auburn leads by 17 at the half. They win by 15. the The game is never in doubt. Yeah. Okay. It's never in yeah, Vandy made a run. Whatever. The game was never in doubt. Right. The, the LSU game was never in doubt. Okay. Sure. Never in doubt. The Vanderbilt game, Bruce did his post-game radio interview. And he was he was angry. He treated it like a loss. I have not seen him in any of his other nine seasons here treat a team the way he's treating this team. And that is, I, I think, because he believes this team can do everything. Like, you name yeah. the goal, this team is capable of it. And he knows that you can't have a – like, it's not about the Vanderbilt game. It's not about the LSU game or the Alabama State game itself. Yeah. It's about the way you prepare, the way you perform, your mentality when you're up 15 or 8. You may not be up 15 at the half against Ole Miss Saturday. You're probably not going to be up 17 at the half against Kentucky or on the road at Alabama or Mississippi State. Right. So you you do have to try if if this team ever plays the same high level for 40 minutes of a ball game, I don't see a team in college basketball that can beat them if yeah. they do that for 40 minutes. Yeah, that that's what they've got to figure out. Can they consistently have two great halves? Yeah. In every game. That's that's what they're working towards, for sure. All right, let's get into the six-pack. Before we do that, though, got to talk about our friends at Manscaped. We love our friends at Manscaped, and we're less than a month away now from Valentine's Day. So do you mind if I give you a little poem here, Zach? A little poetry? Yeah, I do mind, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, the audience doesn't mind. Hey, audience. Hey, guys, do you mind? No, you don't mind. They don't Here mind. Goes. They love it. Yeah, go ahead. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Trim your balls and your date will thank you too. Come on, that's 
took me a long time to come up with that. Fellas, Valentine's Day is uh, is knocking, and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. That's right. His prescription, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, hold it together. Uh, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. It's designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you know you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code VICE. So many of you have already done this. Yes. The Manscaped folks have noticed. We appreciate it. And uh, we know you appreciate it as well. So promo code VICE when you go to manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping. And they've got like shampoos and face washes and things like that too. So if you've yeah. already got like your shaving gear, but you still want to support Manscaped and support the show, head over and um, you know get get some of that stuff as well. That yeah. would uh, that really helps the helps out the show and helps uh, out you. And and in the perform this performance package, by the way, is like they they've got a travel bag and boxers and yeah. yeah. So I mean it's it's a it's a nice bundle of stuff for your nice bundle of stuff. Dude, stop. Stop. <laughs> the read's over. <laughs> Get into our six pack. Let's go. It's never over. All right. Uh, we're going to go all SEC basketball. You okay with that? I'm shocked, actually. Okay. I know. I'm, I'm surprised shocked. you didn't pick some like Mountain West matchup or something. So that's <laughs> good. Well, there are three ranked on ranked games, two of them outside the SEC. Mm -hmm. but I decided to stick with the conference. Yeah, I'm sure our audience is really concerned about those ranked-on-ranked matchups. Can't find an international cricket, you know, championship or something. I'm surprised, but uh, thank you. <laughs> you thank you, you for that. You can go there at mybookie.ag, but that's that's for another day. Sure. Uh, all right, let's go first with South Carolina at Arkansas. Arkansas is trying to win back-to-back -back home games. Um, they barely hung on to beat a Henry Coleman-less Texas A&M team in the midweek. Can they make it back to back home wins as they host South Carolina? I think so. I think yeah. so. Give me uh, give me the Razorbacks. I do too. I don't know if they're starting to figure it out just yet or if they're just catching a South Carolina team that it probably isn't top half of the league. So I like Arkansas there too. How about in Knoxville where sixth ranked Tennessee gets Nate Oates and Alabama? Sure would be a shame for Alabama to wreck the unbeaten matchup in Tuscaloosa by losing this game on Rocky Top, wouldn't it? I uh, I think I'm gonna go with Alabama here. Of course um, you are. I I I don't. The few times I've watched Tennessee, like I don't think they're as good as everybody's talking about them being. Yeah. And Alabama's eventually gonna win one of these big games. Yeah. Law of averages. It will eventually happen. And so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Alabama. That is such a masterclass at a backhanded shot. Uh, in saying they haven't won a big game yet. Um, now, they have played a great schedule, and they should probably be ranked. And if they win this game, they will be. They should probably be ranked already. Tennessee, I think, is 2-3 and three against ranked teams. Tennessee hasn't played a bad schedule either. The reason I like Tennessee in this game is they play good defense, but now with Dalton Connect, they can score too. Yeah. And typically, this has been a clash of styles kind of game. It's high-scoring Alabama against uh, big defense Tennessee. And um, now I think Tennessee can keep up a little better in a in a scoring match. So and and for what it's worth, it'll be interesting to see what this does for the analytics, like on Ken Palm. So mm -hmm. Auburn is fourth on Ken Palm. Tennessee is sixth. Alabama is seventh. So, I mean, this is a big. Yeah. This is a big game. Yes, it is. No question. And if Alabama does pull the upset, and Auburn wins, 
than it does. I mean, can you imagine just the the colossal? This could be huge form. anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be huge anyway. That, that that's Wednesday night. They play when, Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Tuscaloosa. Yeah, this gonna be huge. All right, moving on in the Village Vice Six Pack. Texas A and M is at LSU. Can the uh, LSU Fighting Tigers surprise some folks and move to four and one in the league? Perhaps I think I so. think so. I, I would actually be surprised if they didn't at this point, Brad. I, I think LSU is a good team. We saw what they were capable of in the second half against Auburn. They looked really, really solid against Ole Miss earlier this week. Yeah, give me LSU. I don't like the schedule at all. These teams played two weeks ago, so they played in their first conference game, and now they're going to play in their fifth conference game. Well, Aub Auburn's about to do that too. They play. Yeah. We, we play Vandy again and Ole Miss again, like pretty, pretty and quickly. And Mississippi State, too. Vandy and Mississippi State, I think, are are both – they're back-to-back -back games, but in like you get them at home back-to-back -back after you get them on the road and close yeah, to – Yeah, I think that's that's weak effort on the yeah. SEC from a scheduling point of view. Yeah, I agree. By the way, if you could switch the schedule and you say the Auburn-Alabama basketball games were your first and last conference games of the year, would you would you like that idea? Would you take that, or would you rather it still be kind of random and in the middle like it is now? I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I do too. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Get, a, get a game in late December or early January and then another one in early March. Especially that one in March would mean so much. Yeah. Would mean so much. I mean, that yeah. could be... I mean, title on the line. Title or at least seeding, right? Like, yeah, yeah that'd, be, that'd be cool. There you go. All right. Uh, so I think we both agree that uh, we like you think LSU. He listens to the show. Do I think who listens? Do you think Greg Sankey listens to the show? Absolutely. Sankey's a villager. Okay. Sweet. You know, sometime, most of the time he reads or does CrossFit, but when he doesn't, he's watching Village Vice. Sure. We know that. How Sweet. about Georgia at Kentucky? Here's a sneaky game. You go, Brad, why, why are you picking this game? Kentucky oh, yes. Please eight. make this interesting. Please. <laughs> Georgia has won three true road games this year. They're three and one in the SEC, including a couple of road wins in the league. Mm -hmm. So now they go into Rupp, where you know Kentucky's lost already to UNC Wilmington this year. Now they're averaging ninety points a game since that loss. Yeah, Kentucky's a good team, man. They Kentucky's are good. a good team, and so Georgia is. You don't give not Georgia any chance. Zero chance. No chance whatsoever. Zero chance. Oh boy. When Mike White had some really good games against Cal when he was at Florida. I'm tempted, Zach. I'm tempted. Do it. Okay. I like Georgia. Give me Georgia. Give me the dogs. I don't I have no confidence in that whatsoever. That's a um, bad, that was a bad take on you. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to respect yourself more than, 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 than that. <laughs> the people don't care either way. Uh how about an 0 and 4 against a 1 and 3 very quickly there we have two games like that where an 0 and 4 team uh, takes on a 1 and 3 simply because Auburn plays them sooner. Vanderbilt is at Mississippi State in Starkville. I think Mississippi State wins this and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, I, I do too. We're in agreement there. Right. Good. Uh how about finally Ole Miss, Auburn, the finale of our Village Vice six-pack. Uh, big opportunity for Auburn. Bruce Pearl challenged on Tiger Talk last night. He said that he wants the fans to make it the loudest game of the season so far. I mean, if if it's not, something goes wrong, right? I mean, how would it not be? Yeah. The, the opponent, the storylines going into the game, 
the the time on a Saturday night, seven thirty on a Saturday night. Like, how is it not going to be lit? Yeah, yeah. I, I, sure. Yeah, I'm glad Pearl challenged them, but I mean, that's the, yeah the the jungle will be hopping yeah. Saturday night. Absolutely, and Auburn's going to win. Auburn's won all of these games by double figures. I don't think Ole Miss is the team that stops that trend, let alone wins the game. I just and it's that's nothing against Ole Miss. I just I believe in this Auburn team to continue yep. doing what it's doing. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's another double-digit win at home. All right. Uh, Brad Law, you are a double-digit win. Uh, I think that about does it for today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a great weekend. Remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. Yeah.